personal finance presentation, tax planning in money management overview. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. Taxes and planning. Planning will always be an ongoing process, of course, and taxes will always be a part of the planning process. Taxes having a significant impact on the finances and the financial planning and therefore needing to be considered as we go forward with our plans, noting that the tax laws being laws will change over time. So we got to make sure that we're up to date on the current tax laws and how they impact us. So there's two major things that will happen. One is the tax laws will change over time and we got to know what the current laws are and two how they will impact us even if the tax laws in other words were the same over time our situation will change and those laws will impact us differently possibly increasing in impact to us as hopefully over time our income increases as our income increases usually the taxes will be more of an impact and therefore a point of planning for us more and more at that point maintain com uh, complete tax records so we want to make sure that we're tracking the tax information so that we can do our taxes properly and we can be in compliance with the law as well as then use those records to plan into the future. Take taxes into consideration when making purchase and investment decisions. So clearly this can go kind of overboard, right? You don't want to be obsessed about the taxes when you're making certain types of decisions, but you want to keep them in mind, and especially when you're looking at those large types of decisions, those are things where the taxes can have a significant impact, and you want to make sure that you're taking them into consideration when you calculate those kind of long-term decisions. Types of taxes. Normally, when we think about taxes, we usually think towards the federal income tax, but there's many other types of taxes that we are paying. We want to have a general idea of what we're paying. It's usually good to see who we're paying or what entity we are paying the federal government versus the state and local government, and then see if there's going to be any interplay between the taxes that we might be paying on the state and local side of things and the federal side of things. In other words, things that might be paid on the state and local could have an impact on the federal possibly with regards to when we're filling out our good old form 1040. So first we have the taxes on purchases. This includes things like sales tax and excise tax. Now normally for our normal budgeting process, these are fairly straightforward as long as when we consider purchases, we're taking into consideration the sales tax that we're going to have to be paying as we make the purchase. So of course when we purchase things subject to sales tax, then the, the amount that we're going to pay is going to be increased by the tax that we have to pay on it as well. And that'll impact the cost of things that we will be purchasing. When you're looking at large things that are being purchased, this could have a significant impact. It will typically differ from state and locality. It's not usually a federal thing. It's, it's a state and local thing in the United States. And that said, the federal income taxes could have some deductibility of state taxes depending on your situation. That gets a little bit more complex. I'm not going to get into a lot of details on that. And the law can change as to the deductibility or how much can be deducted. But notice you want to give an idea of what that interplay will be uh, between those two things, especially when you're thinking about large amounts of, of purchases and whether or not you're in a state that has a state income tax or m most of the money that's being earned there is on the federal uh, on the uh, 
income tax or the sales tax. So then we have tax on property. So real estate property tax and personal property tax. Now this one is going to be normally be most effective to individuals when you're thinking about the home, of course. So if you had a home purchase, then the major things that will be impacting it is going to be the cost of the home, then possibly the mortgage on the home, the mortgage payments, the interest related to that, and then taxes and you want to make sure that you're taking taxes that can be a little bit more mundane of a type of thing but because of the size of the home they could be quite significant and it will be the significance will vary depending on where the home is where you live say in the united states for there'll be different uh, areas where taxes can be more or less significant they are once again state and local taxes therefore you want to be noting how much you're going to be paying in taxes when you estimate into the future and possibly how those taxes could impact your federal income taxes noting that the federal income taxes can change in terms of how the state income taxes will impact them so when you're trying to budget out like 30 years into the future about your deductibility of your real estate and whatnot then you got to take into consideration there's some risk that the, that the laws could change so you got to get uh, some interplay between the, the state and the federal taxes on wealth. So so that's going to be the estate tax or inheritance tax. So yes, when you die, the government comes in with a glee smile and the shovel ready to dig up any kind of money they can get. No, no. They call that sometimes the death tax. This is going to be the estate tax. So this could only impact it kind of varies from year to year in terms of the amount of tax that could be in place and it could it could swing quite substantially depend and at any given time depending on what the law changes could be so you got the federal tax that could be on an, some kind of death tax and a state tax and possibly on the state level and generally it will impact people that are the idea when it was originally put into place it's going to have an impact on people whose income is above a certain threshold and not have so much of an impact on people general people that are going to have incomes below a certain threshold because you're already paying taxes on the earning of the income it seems like you're being severely double taxed if you pay taxes when you earn it and on the balance sheet side of things when you, you when you die so so but in any case that could be sig obviously quite significant if you're talking about especially more uh, well-off people and that will be something that will be quite important when you're thinking about estate planning so taxes on earnings income tax and social security taxes these are things that most people when you're looking at a w-2 type employee meaning when you are an employee they're quite significant but they become quite unnoticed after some point in time meaning when you first set up your your employment agreement then and you get your first paycheck you probably are gonna you probably are noticing a significant decrease but then you get used to it because the employer just takes it out of the pay so for example if you're making sixty thousand a year divided by 12 and they were paying you monthly five thousand dollars then they would be pay taking out on the federal side of things social security medicare and um and the federal income taxes the federal income taxes would be drawn by your personal circumstances you would give on the w-4 including marital status and so forth and then the social security and medicare are usually more of flat taxes so social security usually five thousand times 0.062 would be your half would be another 350 and then medicare five thousand times 0.0145 or something like that would be another 72. so these items like i say when once you're established in your job you might then think about the amount that comes 
that that comes directly into your checking account when you do your planning and therefore all the taxes for the social security medicare have already been taken out of it but if you want to get more detailed on it you you want to you want to think about what you got on your gross paycheck stub because that's the amount that that you're actually earned in theory at least and then they took out whatever they took out which could include the social security and medicare and then you can kind of get an idea of how much you're paying into social security and medicare even though of course you have no control over that as long as you're you know a w-2 type of employee you're required to have those withholdings to be taken out and they're fair they're fairly standardized but you just want to keep that into consideration it's because it's a flat tax for the most part unless you until you get over a certain income threshold then it's fairly easy to kind of kind of think about what is going to happen and, and at least plan for as opposed to the progressive tax which is the federal income tax then you want to think about any state income taxes as well any taxes on the particular state level that uh, that are going to be impacting you too also note that if you move from a a employee position where you have your employers taking out things like the social security medicare and your federal income taxes to working on your own doing a schedule c type of business it's quite shocking to many people and they oftentimes get behind because they're not used to paying actually paying the taxes because it's been kind of taken out so they don't really see the impact and and so when you actually write the check on a quarterly basis then you actually kind of you kind of feel the pain of actually writing the check when you when you have to do it that way and many people don't make the payments on a quarterly basis when they're first starting their business which can allow people to to kind of get behind so if you are going into a sole proprietor business you got to realize that you're going to be paying not only the federal income tax which you're usually kind of used to thinking about with regards at least to a refund on the 1040 when you were a w-2 employee but also you have what's called self-employment tax which is going to be the social security and medicare and it's and if you had that same that same sixty thousand, you'd be paying almost twice as much as you would as an employee because they think of you as both the employee and the employer as a self-employed individual so the self-employment tax which is in essence social security and medicare payroll taxes is actually higher which really can catch a lot of people off guard when they when they go into their own type of business and you want to make sure that you have that in consideration as well if you do things side jobs gig work or something like that or you go into your own business you really want to uh, do some planning in terms of actually how much taxes you're going to pay and then knowing when you're going to be paying them we might talk a little bit more about that in a future presentation